Welcome to your digital reputation. Here's your host, Roger Christie. Welcome to another practical follow-up episode for the Your Digital Reputation podcast, where we take a key idea from our guests on the show and share practical advice to help you get clear, confident, and competent online. My name is Roger Christie, host of the Your Digital Reputation podcast, founder at Propel, and advisor to leaders looking to use LinkedIn as a strategic business tool. Thanks for joining me. Now, I was lucky enough to have three guests on our most recent episode, Rosie Oldfield from the Committee for Sydney, Elliot Franks from the Department of Resources in Queensland, and Danny Maidens from, in her words, the Federal Government Department with the longest name in history otherwise known as the Department of Infrastructure, Transport, Regional Development, Communications, and the Arts. It just rolls off the tongue. Now, the question we covered, are social CEOs magnets for talent? It's episode number 33 in the YDR catalogue, so please do go back and have a listen to their three powerful stories before you dive into this short practical reflection. And as I said in our discussion, there are so many stats out there about just how critical a leader's LinkedIn profile is today for any organization trying to attract key talent. According to Brunswick Group, as many as 80% of candidates scour a CEO's LinkedIn profile before taking a role. And candidates are four times more likely to want to work for a leader who uses social media than one who does not. You only need to hear a snippet from each of my guest stories to see these stats come to life in a compelling human way that's enough to make any leader take notes. Look, the case for being an active leader online is very clear, but if it was that simple, surely every leader would not only have a LinkedIn profile, they would use it very purposefully with the aim of attracting talent, which we all know isn't the case. So what really is getting stuck and how will this practical episode help? I'm going to use somewhat of a dirty word here and and one that I know causes many leaders to cringe when they hear it. But the reality is that there is a clear common thread that runs through our three stories in episode 33. Rosie, Elliot, and Danny all spoke about the social CEOs in their world who had inspired them, who'd altered their careers, and encouragingly, their lives as well. All three spoke about leaders who listened, who broke down barriers, who stood up for them and their peers, who encouraged them to be the very best versions of themselves, not by being heroic figures without peer, but strangely, by simply being themselves. Yes, these are authentic leaders. Authenticity, the A word, it's certainly a term that gets bandied around a lot, but I want you to reserve judgment for a moment, just so we can explore it and its power properly together. And while I don't know where you stand on the idea of authenticity and its connotations. I promise you, if you're thinking I'm about to grab the guitar, get all woke on you and spend the next 10 minutes or so preaching about how you need to pander to every popular public opinion today, I'm not. Don't worry, you can keep listening safely. But let's really unpack authenticity and its relevance for leaders because the truth is it's an essential ingredient to capture the hearts and minds of talent today. Candidates don't want the corporate scripts and cliched lines. They see through marketing and comms speak. They want to know who you are. They want to know what makes you tick and why you're worth them investing more than half their waking hours to follow you, to support you, and help you deliver on your strategy each and every week. 
leaders ask a lot of their teams, and it's fair for them to know the person they're following. So, some quick definitions and guardrails for what we're going to cover today. When I said authenticity, if you immediately thought of a leader who shares everything online, their sandwiches, their sunsets, their self-indulgences, that's not authenticity. That's oversharing. And yes, that often leads to people switching off and not what I'm advocating for today. And when I said authenticity, if you immediately thought of the leader who is unnecessarily vulnerable or overly emotional, yes, the crying CEO for those who know that post that I'm talking about, things you might say that you know aren't appropriate for LinkedIn, that's not authenticity. That's over the top. Dramatizing things for shock factor or a few extra likes is not what I'm advocating for today. Look, when I said authenticity, if you immediately thought of someone in your organization who you'd rather not let loose online, their authentic self, for whatever reason, then it's very likely you'll have other issues that need your attention sooner than how to tackle social media, which sadly, I'm not well placed to help you with. Now, of course, every one of these unpleasant examples, they do exist in the real world. And I do want to strongly encourage you now, none of them have to be you. Every leader has the ability to choose their own actions and LinkedIn is no exception. Being authentic online is in fact the only way to be. It was, it was Elliot Franks, his parting advice to every leader at the end of episode 33 was, always be authentic and be yourself. To be anything else would be false or generic or dishonest, and that's incredibly risky. Any leader who wants to survive a digital stress test from candidates and staff today, they cannot afford to be one thing online and another offline. Your reputation is just not worth the risk. So with those exceptions and clarifications out of the way, let's get to the practical side of things. How can leaders actually be authentic online? What does it look like when they are? And what do they stand to gain by tapping into their own authentic stories and passions? I'm going to share three tips that will help you not only find that true voice of yours, but how to use it properly online. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Your Digital Reputation podcast. Now, whether this is your very first episode or you're a fully-fledged subscriber, I want to share an exclusive invitation with you. I want to invite you to join the one program that will help you take greater control of your digital reputation and help you kick some real goals on LinkedIn. It's our Your Digital Reputation LinkedIn for Leaders program, a one-month program built off the back of hundreds of conversations with leaders and 30,000 odd hours advising them on LinkedIn. By joining the program, you'll get access to a range of planning frameworks, best practice guidelines, and one-on-one coaching with me, Roger Christie, to help you avoid common LinkedIn mistakes and get real value for your efforts. All that value in just one month to ensure you're set up for success well into the future. So, what are you waiting for? If you're looking for a LinkedIn for Leaders program, feel free to hit pause on this episode right now and drop me an email at rchristy at propelgroup.com.au or go to www.propelgroup.com.au slash YDR for more details. I'd love to help you amplify your impact and show you just how powerful a business tool LinkedIn can be. All right, back to this episode. Tip number one, 
Now, we've talked about this before on this podcast, so I won't labor the point, but the first and most important step to help you tap into an authentic story that resonates with others is to define your purpose. Now, I use Propel's Purpose Pyramid Framework with our clients, and the specific element of the pyramid that relates to authenticity is the passions component. This is where you get to reflect on what matters most to you, what issues fire you up, why you get out of bed and do what you do every day. Capturing these passions and the specific stories or anecdotes that bring them to life is vital. They are the vehicles through which you can share your authentic story with audiences who will gravitate towards your passion and purpose. So download the template from the show notes in this episode or head to the Propel website and grab it there. Just spend 15, 20 minutes jotting down your goals, your key audiences, your passions, but make sure those stories best reflect who you are as a person and what you want to stand for. Now, tip number two is more about implementation. Too many leaders think they need to express their authenticity through carefully crafted posts, that it's all about giving firm answers to questions others are grappling with, wrapped up in a neat little, you know, optimized LinkedIn post. And the truth is, your authenticity is reinforced much more by the questions you ask, not the answers you give. It's more about commenting on others' posts than writing your own. Think about that for a moment. If you really care about an issue, you'll immerse yourself in it. You won't shoot from the hip when a specific calendar date rolls around every year, complete with purple cupcakes. It will be there in your feed 24-7. Through the people you're listening to, the people you're interacting with, the people you're responding to on LinkedIn. And that way, when you do come to post about it in your own words and at greater length or detail, there'll be a group of people who already know you, your views on the issues, and they trust you as a credible, authentic player in that space. So once you've clarified your purpose and passions in tip number one, take the time to listen and engage with other industry players who share your passions. Make sure you give those key messages of yours the very best chance of being heard when it comes time to post. Okay, the final tip, tip number three. And this one's hopefully a very relieving one for leaders. Being authentic is as much about what you do talk about as it is what you don't talk about. And please hear this clearly. It is okay not to talk about every issue online and issues you're not particularly passionate about despite what the market or your internal stakeholders may say. There is a caveat here, and the caveat is actually a huge opportunity. So while you don't need to talk about every issue, if your key audiences are impacted by or they care about that issue themselves, say customers or partners or investors, the organization has a responsibility to take a position on it. If there's an issue that matters to your people, there's an issue that matters to your organization. Now, the secret here is in finding the best voice through which to discuss that issue, and it's never always the CEO. The great opportunity for platforms like LinkedIn is that everyone has a voice. They have the potential. It's not like mainstream media who only want to hear from the top dog. And so when it comes to talking about issues you're passionate about and that your audiences care about, you must harness the opportunity LinkedIn provides by aligning the issue and the audience with the messenger. 
So if you're talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, well, make sure you have someone who can talk to that credibly. If you're talking about the voice referendum, make sure you have someone who can talk to that credibly. And just to be really, really clear here, that doesn't mean you scan your organization, tap someone on the shoulder who fits the mold in a given week so that you can share your authentic experience. And then that person's voice, their contribution disappears until the next 12-month cycle. Needless to say, that's a trolling session waiting to happen. And the point is this, to be authentic, to truly be authentic, you and your organization, you can only talk to those issues you're best positioned to talk on. You can always ask questions, even online, absolutely. But there will be things that sit outside your line of sight. And in those cases, it's vital to empower others in your organization to speak up and to participate in conversations that relate to them. For them to do their own purpose pyramids, if you will. For them to feel empowered to engage the key audiences, they are very much best placed to do. Now, it shouldn't ever only be you or, or your authenticity will be stretched or questioned or challenged. That invites risk. You must have many more voices than your own active and enabled online. It's worth checking the status of your wider team and, and see who feels clear, confident and competent talking about relevant issues online, issues relevant for you as an organization and your key audiences. And if you're unsure, ask your communications or people and culture stakeholders for this. And we often run audits that reveal incredibly valuable yet hidden staff ambassadors who, with the right training, can have an enormous impact for your organization online. I hope this practical reflection on authenticity has changed your perspective on the concept altogether. Despite its cringy connotations, the very essence of authenticity is to just be yourself, as Elliot Frank said. And hopefully you now see that as a wonderful asset and an opportunity online. If what I've shared today has piqued your interest and you'd like help putting it into practice, drop me a note to learn more about our Your Digital Reputation LinkedIn for Leaders program. We start with your purpose and passions because they are the most important assets you have to avoid risk and engage key audiences, like candidates. So check out propelgroup.com.au slash YDR for more details, or you're very welcome to drop me a note via LinkedIn or an email at rchristie at propelgroup.com.au. Until next time, I'm Roger Christie, and I hope this conversation has given you more clarity confidence and competence for your own use of LinkedIn. Take care. Thanks again for listening. If you've learned something from today's conversation, please subscribe, leave a review and share it with others. For all show notes, head to propelgroup.com.au. Thanks again for listening.